it's Sam and Scott from Ship It Studios Premier Wrestling Podcast, Above the Ring. And Sam, let's talk about Riverside.fm, the leading podcast and video creation platform that's changing the game on how creators record their content. Riverside.fm allows you to record studio-quality audio and up to 4K video on their platform. Now you can interview a guest a thousand miles away, and it will sound like you're sitting in the same room. Did you know that it's as easy to use as Zoom, but it gives much higher quality audio and video recordings? Did we mention that they have a mobile app? This allows guests to connect directly from their phone and record content from anywhere. After your content is finished, you can easily grab clips to share them across your social media channels. So if you're looking for a platform to put over for all your recording needs, from podcasts to webinars to other video content, you should be using uh, Riverside.fm. Sign up today so you can focus on your content and leave the quality to Riverside.fm. Use promo code SHIPIT and receive 30% discount on the first three months of your subscription. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. It's another Raw Review. This is your Raw Review for November 29th, 2021. We are literally a couple of days away from December. And it's going to be a little weird. No pay-per-views from the main roster anyways in the month of December. The only WWE-related pay-per-view will be war games and that's on the fifth so that is actually this weekend uh nxt doing its doing its thing with war games um i'm still hoping to hear from mr regal himself because it doesn't really feel real without regal saying it um but we'll talk about that more tomorrow tonight another good episode of monday night raw once again, for the second week in a row, I was very sports entertained, and we probably had some of the, probably the best first 80 minutes of Monday Night Raw in quite a long time, and um, we'll just get right into it. So Raw kicked off with the drip master himself, the lover and hater of all things Chicago Bears and the NFL. Seth Rollins. Rollins comes out, drops immediate breaking news that he is cashing in his opportunity at day one on January 1st, 2022. Seth Rollins will challenge Big E for the WWE Championship. Now that's one hell of a one hell of a main event. So I'm very, very excited for this match. Um I'm looking forward to seeing if Seth can once again take the championship back. But before he does that, he has a little bit of fin- unfinished business with the Prince Finn Balor. And those two kick off the action tonight and by god what a great match this was Finn Balor doing the best he can to stay on top but unfortunately Seth Rollins gets the victory keeping himself strong 
moving ahead. After that, we had ourselves a contract signing. This is going to be for the Raw Women's Championship match. Unfortunately, it will be next week and not at day one. So it's a little disappointing, but we'll see what happens. Now, this contract signing. Both ladies with something to say, and um, they certainly went for the throat, uh, especially Liv. Liv rolling out the Survivor Series video of Becky being upset after her match with Charlotte and dropping lines like, your you know, big contract is the reason why you don't have any friends anymore and... Your big contract is the reason why my friends aren't here anymore. And it's like, okay, we're, we're going to play that game now. So, yes, we all understand that Ruby Riot and Sarah Logan, along with Liv Morgan, were the Riot Squad. And they had their they had a good run. They broke up. Two-thirds got back together. It was a good time. And obviously, then everybody else was released. Ruby moving on to AEW, doing great things as Ruby Soho. And Sarah going home, having a child, and living her best life. So, not a bad scenario for anybody here. But the fact that they're using that as a, a, a way to push the storyline, it's a, it's a double-edged sword, at least in my thought. I mean, it's good because it makes Becky look out to be like the the villain in this whole thing, which I, she's trying to be the heel anyway, so it kind of makes sense. And it's also a little bit of a, I don't know, kind of leads a little bit of bad taste because it's like, well, you're, you're exploiting, you know, the fact that two very talented wrestlers were released along with Lord knows how many that they've actually released in the last few years. And you're using it for storyline purposes. So some people obviously were not too fond of it. Others were like, oh, my God, this is great. I was in the latter. I thought it was well done. Um, And it's just extra motivation for Liv going into next week's match. Um, So that was a good segment. We then segued into uh, into an announcement that actually happened during this contract signing is that we would have a 10 woman tag team match later on. It was team Becky versus team live, not an elimination match. Just the first, you know, first fall gets the win. We then moved on to tag team action as the raw tag team championships were on the line as RK bro defended and defeated the dirty dogs to retain their titles this also happening randy orton setting the record for having the most wrestling matches on monday night raw i believe he overtook kane um part of me kind of hoped that kane would make an appearance tonight um but obviously he has other duties in Knox County. So, you know, it is what it is. <laughs> but RK Bro still running strong. Um, I love the little bit before this match where um, Riddle was trying to, or I was a little upset with Randy that Randy didn't dress like Riddle, like Riddle did last week, dressing like Randy. And 
it this is this is a fantastic like parent child situation here like randy's clearly the adult here which if you've heard any of the stories about randy that's 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 an oxymoron in its own right (laughs) and you have riddle who's clearly the child and randy trying to do everything he can to a not pummel him for being dumb and b trying to educate him on how to be better and and it got to the point where riddle got randy to close his eyes and i'm like oh god what's gonna happen and riddle whips out (laughs) he, he whips out a blonde wig it puts it on randy's head randy opens his eyes it looks at a mirror that's right next to them. And he goes to Riddle. You have two seconds to take this thing off my head. One, and <laughs> Riddle rips it right off. <laughs> this thing's hard, Randy. Like, oh, my God. It's just, they're so comical together. And I, I thoroughly enjoy this so much. I've been on board with this since day one. And I I, I have not, in, not, not enjoyed every single moment that they've been on the screen together and i used a double negative and i hate myself for it but it is what it is so rko retains their title and we move on to yet another fantastic segment we had the return of the rated r superstar edge coming back to monday night raw comes in the ring starts name dropping people that he wants to face and then the surprise of the night the Miz and Maurice are back. So Miz comes into the ring and they have themselves a great promo off between the two of them. And Miz bringing up, you know, Edge's injuries, how he was the first match of the night when Miz was made eventing WrestleMania against John Cena. Edge, you know, given Miz, you know, his due talking about how, you know, on the other show, a.k.a. AEW, somebody has to bring your name up just to get a cheap pop and a reaction. And I'm like, oh, oh, okay. We, we, we are, we are now mentioning not by name, but hinting at, oh, we're going to acknowledge this other show exists. And Mrs. reaction to it as well. I was like, oh, my God, this is great. This is what I've wanted. I've wanted them to kind of like mention each other in their own way, and they are doing it, and it's just, it just made this segment so much better. This short segment sold me on this feud already. Like, I want this. I want this to work. I think it's going to do great. Miz and Edge are both great talkers. I can honestly see Miz going over Edge in this. I know it's like sacrilege. I get it. But I can see it happening. Miz needs a big win coming back. Um, Edge also referencing leaving his friends high and dry to get fired. That was kind of a low shot. But it still stays um with morrison being released um it's gonna be interesting 
Uh, I can't wait to see where they go. Obviously, with Maurice being back in the picture, this now leads to potentially having ourselves a mixed tag match as Miz and Maurice will take on Edge and Beth Phoenix. I want this. I think this, this might be a good match for day one, uh, but who knows? We'll see what happens. Up next, we had more tag team action as the Street Profits took on the Alpha Academy. Uh, we also had a moment with AJ Styles and Omos in the back where AJ was temporarily blinded by the Street Profits in the previous week uh, due to the uh, fire extinguisher. However, during the match, a miracle happened and AJ's vision returned as he tries to attack Montez Ford as he's about to climb up the uh the climb up to the top rope more uh morrison no good <laughs> good job morrison on the brain now um montez ford able to kick him off hit the frog splash and get the win and the funny part is we kind of start planting seeds for possibly a division between aj and omas because omas was like taken aback by all this like looking at aj like how could you lie to me Tell me that you're 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 faking this whole time, and so we start to plant those, and that's okay because if that's the case, maybe it's time for AJ to start going by himself again. I would not oppose that at all. Uh, we then had another title match tonight, as the U.S. title was on the line, as Damian Priest defended and defeated. Apollo Crews, um, pretty decent match. Uh, uh, obviously, Commander Aziz getting involved, uh, eventually getting ejected. But when he did that, Damien went from being the nice guy to the devil inside and absolutely destroyed Apollo right afterwards to retain his title. We then had more tag team action as the Mysterios took on and defeated the Hurt Business. Um it's still a little sad that the Hurt Business has basically just been put back together to lose all the time again, which is too bad. Um, I'd like to remember them as the winners as they were when Lashley was champion and the Hurt Business were tag champs. It was a good time. It was a good time. So hopefully maybe they can rise back to dominance, but as of right now, Probably not. After that, we had our 10 women tag team match. It was Nikki A.S.H., Rhea Ripley, Dana Brooke, who is still your 24-7 champion, Bianca Belair, and Liv Morgan taking on Dewdrop. The women's tag team champions in Carmella and uh, Zelina Vega, uh, Tamina Snooker, and the Raw Women's Champion, Becky Lynch. Now, this match... For me, unfortunately, was the low match of the night. It was a bit of a mess. I'm not going to lie. Uh, the ref had absolutely no control over any of this. Like, obviously, I know like there's lots of storylines intermixed in this match already, um, but it was a little out of control. They were missing their spots. Like, it was pretty bad at some times. It was like, mm, guys, come on, you can do better than this. And it just, I don't know, it just didn't seem to click until the end. 
Liv Morgan recovering after getting super kicked in the face by Tamina drops her oblivion and pins Tamina for the win. Becky then tries to attack after the match. Everybody's brawling and Liv actually ends up being strong here, dropping Becky Lynch with the oblivion. But of course, you know how this works. The last show before a title match lives the one that was up high gets the uh you know the rub going in doesn't necessarily look good for her chances next week but you know it is what it is i don't see live winning on a random raw uh, although i would love to be wrong um if this was moved over to day one then i'd say live's got a hell of a chance but we'll see what happens we get even more Veer hype. Still waiting for the man to show up on Monday Night Raw. Don't know when it's going to happen. Hopefully next month. That would be nice. Give us something to look forward to, along with Zia Lee over on SmackDown. Again, who knows when they're going to show up. We we'll, might make a poll to see who's going to be showing up first. Um, throughout, and also throughout the night, um, Vince McMahon, who was on TV again, which is another rarity in its own right, invites Austin Theory in to watch the show with him. And they'd have a few little moments here and there throughout the show where Vince would ask questions to to Austin about what he thought, you know, of the show and talk to him about surprises and always expecting the unexpected, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Well, the last one of the night, Vince is talking to him, asking Austin what he thought, you know, what he learned from the show tonight. And, you know, Theory answered his question. And Vince is like, all right, I think we're done tonight then. So, Austin goes to stand up. So does Vince. Vince goes to shake his hand, or Vince put out his hand to shake it. Austin goes in to shake it back, and Vince slap right to the face. Like, it was a good palm. Five fingers say to the face, slap. You got to expect the unexpected, Austin. Austin, clearly, you have much to learn. (laughs) And then our main event of the night tonight, Kevin Owens challenging biggie just in a singles match non-title match however if biggie loses to kevin owens tonight ko will be added to the match with seth rollins and biggie at day one now earlier in the night ko blatantly lied to seth stating that he had spoken with adam pierce sonny deville saying that if he be, if he defeated Big E tonight, he would be added to the championship match. Seth clearly not believing him, which obviously was the right idea at the time, storms in to Adam Pierce and Sonny Deville's office saying, Hey, this is what KO is saying. I don't believe it. What's going on? And Pierce is like, No, I never said that. I haven't seen Kevin today. So no, that clearly has not happened. So as he goes to leave, Sonya comes into the office. Adam explains to it, and Sonya kind of looks at him and goes, that's not a bad idea, actually. And then they think it, and they ponder on it. And I'm like, Kevin just played all of y'all. Okay. Smart man. I like this a lot. <laughs> so the night goes on, and Seth finds KO again, just laughing in his face that he was like he lied and whatnot, and Kale's like, no, that's I was telling you the truth. You know, now, you know, if I beat Big E tonight, I'm going to challenge 
for the title along with you. So Seth, again, furious as he goes on, goes back to Adam Pierce and something later in the night. And they tell him, no, like that, that is, that is now correct. If, if KO beats Big E tonight, he'll be added to the championship match. Seth, absolutely furious because now he needs to, you know, be on alert for this match. So we make our way to the final match of the night, our main event. They had a good 20, 25 minutes. It was nice. Kevin Owens, Big E, Seth makes his way down to the ring for the new commentary for this match. The moment I saw that happen, I knew exactly what was going to happen. Now, on not once, but twice during this match, Kevin Owens decided to, to attack Seth Rollins. Now, I don't know if KO did it just to try to get the cheap DQ and be added to the match, or maybe he thought he couldn't beat, you know, Biggie by himself, so he wanted to get the cheap way in. Who knows? The first time Seth did not fall for it, which I'm glad that he didn't because we'd still have like 20 minutes left in the show. <laughs> and the last time, though, after these two after Seth, uh, after Kevin Owens and Big E just literally threw everything at one another, Kevin was slowly going to make his way to the outside to go up to the top rope, decides at the last minute to jump off and attack Seth for a good, like, 20 seconds, then rolls back in the ring, continues to fight with Big E. Seth then hits the ring and starts attacking Kevin Owens. Owens eventually rolls out of the ring, and then he turns his attention to Big E. Unfortunately, doing this, he, he he fell for the bait. KO put it out there. Seth jumped on it. Kevin won by disqualification, which means at day one on January 1st, 2022, it is now a triple threat match for the WWE Championship. Now, some people are saying that, and I'm part of that, that this might be a last-ditch effort to allow to try to keep Kevin Owens. If that's the case, I would not be surprised if KO won this match. Um, then this would allow maybe a KO Seth Rollins uh, feud to continue, or Kevin Owens eats the pin, and that's probably the last we'll see of him. I think those are honestly the two the two options we have here. So we will see what happens. Like I said, it was a good show tonight. Also, I want to throw a shout, uh, shout out to Big E's gear tonight. It was all happy Festivus, and it is the Festivus for the rest of us. I do need to start watching Seinfeld. Um, I put it up into my queue to be the next show that I watch, but I just I've had other stuff come up because, you know, life. That's just how this works. <laughs> but eventually I will get to it. And I want to watch it from the beginning to see everything and, and just enjoy the show about nothing. But guys... That's our show tonight. Thank you so much once again for listening. Don't forget to go on to our Twitter at Above the Ring and vote in our poll. See how what you guys thought of Monday Night Raw tonight. And like I said, if you don't already, please follow us on Twitter at Above the Ring. You can find us on Facebook, on Instagram, and on YouTube as well. As well. You can find myself at any, everywhere at Scotty J Stream. And you can find this podcast on basically every podcasting platform that is out there. If, we're, if you're listening to one and we're not a part of it, let us know. We'll add ourselves to it. That way you can do all your one-stop shopping and add a little bedlam to your day from above the ring. 
Also, this goes out to the rest of the internet. If we're not somewhere that you frequent, let us know. Again, we'll add ourselves to it. That way everybody can enjoy the Bedlam, read from the Book of Bedlam, and rejoice. (laughs) Guys, thank you again so much for listening. As always, we truly appreciate you. I hope you all have a wonderful week. We get NXT tomorrow. We got SmackDown after that. And then we got War Games. It's going to be a good time. Guys, once again, thank you. Have a great week. Most importantly, do not forget to ship it and join the Bedlam. Good night. Welcome to the All 80s Movies Podcast. I'm Bill. And I'm Jason. And this is the podcast where we talk about the blockbusters, the flops, and everything in between from one of the freshest decades for movies, the 1980s. So whether you're a brain, a jock, a valley girl, or a Jedi, we've got some 80s classics for you. Do these movies stand the test of time? Are we discovering something new? Is there an 80s movie we're finally watching for the first time? Join us each week as we dive into the cinematic nostalgia that inspired and influenced a generation. From the hits to the cult classics, we'll discuss our earliest memories, favorite scenes, fun facts, and our not-so-favorite movie moments, too. It's the All 80s Movies Podcast, now available on all major streaming platforms. Please subscribe and happy listening.